This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 176, Seven Stellar Cinematic Phrases for IELTS Speaking and Writing, plus two more. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Get started with our seven easy steps to a seven or higher at allearsenglish.com slash S-E-V-E-N. Now, let's get to the show. Today, get your seven with these seven native speaker phrases for describing movies and TV and keep the examiner on the edge of her seat. Writing is your biggest challenge for the IELTS. It's your biggest fear. But when you know these three examiner secrets, writing will not be a problem for you anymore. And you can get them in video three of our free three-part video series. To get the video series now, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash insider. That's allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And we'll see you there. Hey there, Jessica. How's it going today? Hey, Lindsay. Good. Good. It's a surprisingly gray, rainy day here in Portland. And that oh. those kinds of days like always make me want to watch movies. <laughs> yeah, you know? that is definitely a movie watching. Today's not really a movie watching day in Boston because actually it's 50 degrees and the sun is out. It's quite nice Ooh, out. Yeah. Lovely. So, but if I were in Portland, I would also want to watch a movie today. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I mean, I'm not going to have time to, but I do no. wish I could just <laughs> curl up in bed with some Netflix. Ah, uh, that's the best. Popcorn. Oh. Yeah, that is the best. <laughs> There's so much good stuff on Netflix these days. We were talking about that in the other All Ears English podcast, how oh, yeah. good the uh, the comedies are, just the, the shows are these days. It's incredible. The writing. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Just the original stuff they come out with. That's yeah. what you mean? Like their yeah. own stuff? Yeah. I'm so into I just finished um, a show called River on Netflix. Mm. And I was, oh my God, I was, I mm. just binged it straight up. Like as soon as my son went to sleep, I just watched that for like three hours. <laughs> I mean, it was so good. Um, so River, yeah. students, if you guys like um, sort of intense um, like crime fiction, like he's a he's a detective in London. So you get, you also get that British accent practice. Um, so this guy Stellan Skarsgård, he's a a detective in London, and and oh, it's got it's just so good. It's intense. It's fantastic. Ooh. And then there's a new um superhero one called Jessica Jones. And it's awesome. <laughs> Guys, it's super dark. Oh, ooh, yeah. That's a good that, phrase. Ooh, it's dark. That's a good one, actually. We should yeah. add that to our list today that we're going to help our listeners out with. Yeah, let's make that. Let's make that uh, term number one for today. What is okay? What does that mean if I say something is dark, Lindsay? Yeah, yeah something is dark. It gives you that feeling. Well, it's the opposite of a comedy, right? It's something yeah. that gives you the feeling of darkness in your head. Literally, it may be talking about some some scary topics, some depressing right. topics. Um, and when I think of a dark series, I also think of True Detective, which is yes. I think here in the states we love those crime shows and yeah. true detective was was a good very uh well-written show and oh that's God, also so very dark 
Yeah, so well done. Yeah, so dark is not drama okay it's not it's not synonymous with drama guys because drama could just be like a sad story dark is Mm -hmm. not sad right dark is like dark are stories that go to places that maybe you don't want to go to yeah right stories Mm -hmm. that you maybe don't want to think about all the time yeah but it's But it's good. Like you're, you know, it's, yeah. It's like a feeling of a black cloud kind of lingers in your head the next morning after you watch this kind of movie and you think, oh, the world is not okay. Right. Yeah, it is. Exactly. Exactly. The world is not okay. That's what you think. That's exact. That's like the best way to explain this. That if you're watching a story Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh my God, like, the world is not okay people are messed up what is wrong with the world like if that's your reaction that means you're watching something that's dark dark perfect love it love it so that's the first vocabulary expression we want to teach our listeners today so what are we going to learn today jessica what are we talking about yeah so guys on the speaking and writing exams for IELTS, there are often questions about movies and TV. Um, And so we wanted to focus on that today and give you guys some really interesting native speaker phrases. Um, A lot of them are idiomatic as well. And that's something you need to show the examiner in speaking and writing in order to get a seven or higher for vocab. So these aren't phrases you're going to find in a textbook where it's like um, idioms for giving your opinion. Because Mm. honestly, guys, if you're looking about if you're looking up idioms in a textbook, half of them are probably outdated. Like we don't even (laughs) use those anymore. So everything we're giving you guys today, these are things that Lindsay and I say like now. Yeah, we came up with them right (laughs) off the top of our heads. We didn't look at any lists. We just came up with them ourselves thinking about movies that we've watched recently. So they are totally accurate and current. So you guys should definitely take out your pens and pencils and write these down. Oh, for (laughs) sure. You guys need this list for sure. Um, yeah, so the next idiom is uh, there are two idioms related to your seat <laughs> when you're watching a movie. So um, the first one is to be on the edge of your seat. If you mm-hmm. can w- picture yourself literally being so involved in a movie, like so into the story that you're just like leaning forward, leaning forward. You're even scooting forward in your seat uh, because you're like, you're so like into the story right and excited about it so this is usually like a thriller or like a mystery right like something you don't know what's going to happen next yeah you say (laughs) (laughs) so you say you say you're on the edge of your seat yeah yeah exactly it's kind of the opposite of how you'd sit in a chair in like a college lecture right (laughs) right (laughs) like biology 101 oh (laughs) exactly yeah total opposite yeah that's a good way to 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 remember Mm -hmm. it though i mean if you're really like if you're really excited Mm -hmm. about something and this is all you're thinking about you're like moving you're like on the edge of your seat yeah or yeah. if um, it's – you can also say, I was glued to my seat the entire time. Mm, like, even that. though I had to go to the bathroom, I would knock it up because this movie mm. was so good. So let's make this a little bit more practical. So what would be a typical speaking question? I mean, which part of the speaking test would we find a kind of question? And can you – can we throw out just a typical speaking question that we would be answering here? Yeah, totally. So in speaking part one, um, you might be asked if – do you enjoy movies? Mm-hmm. Um, when was the last time you went to the cinema? Mm-hmm. Um, do – like – 
do you like the same movies now as you did when you were a child? Mm. Um, has technology made or like do special? Let's see. Are new movies always better than old movies? Mm-hmm. So those mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. those are some part one questions that you might mm-hmm. get on mm-hmm. um, the exam. Like for sure, and these same types of questions about TV shows as well. Yeah. Um, so and maybe about books, like uh, anything involving a story, you could use these it, these phrases we're talking about today. So that's for speaking yeah. part one. And then part two, you could easily be asked to describe a book, describe a movie, describe a TV show that pop, pops up all the time. And then I in see. speaking part three, those topics will be extended to be like, um, do do you think violence in the movies affects children or, you know, these sort of like more difficult questions, but still about movies. You can still Mm -hmm. use these phrases. I love that. And the more specific we can be throughout the speaking test by talking about particular movies as examples, the better off we are. And any of these could be used when we bring out that example. Right. Exactly. I just, mm-hmm. um, I was, I, I just did a YouTube video a couple weeks ago called go to a museum because <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like you guys, you know, these questions are going to come up. You know, you might be asked about a movie. You know, you might be asked about a museum. So, oh my God, just watch a movie. Go to a museum. Yeah. Like you I need, mean, yeah. and these aren't, I mean, boring homework ideas. I mean, these are things yeah. you should be doing anyway in your life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And if, if you say you're busy, I mean, that's not an excuse in my mind, because we're again, no. it comes back to your the freedom that you want that the IELTS exam will give you to follow your career path. Are you too busy to go after that exactly. by doing a little extra, a little something extra, going to a museum for an afternoon, watching a movie? Are you too busy for the life right. of freedom that you want? I mean, guys, ask yourself exactly. that question. Now is not the time to make excuses. Now is not the time to be like, meh, I'm whining. <laughs> like, think about, yeah, think about this huge goal in front of you and just be honest with yourself and say, I am going to do everything I can in the next month in order to have years of my dream life in the future, right? Yeah, just like, go all in, take right? Take the time now. Okay. Um. So, yeah, so we have dark, we have edge of your seat, glued to your seat because the movie yes. is so good. Like, you're so in it. So something, okay, I just used this phrase yesterday when I was talking to my friend about the movie Sicario, which I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it. Um, <laughs> S-I-C-A-R-I-O, weird word. Um, so this movie came out a few months ago and I just saw it in like the second run theater, right? Um, and it has Benicio del Toro and Emily Blunt and it's, oh my God, like it's so good. It's dark and it had, like the way it's shot is amazing. Just the, the landscapes that are shot, the, the scenes that are chosen, the, the music that is sometimes used and sometimes is silent. Just every factor of this movie comes together to just completely engross you in its vibe. Engross you. Good word, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) Million dollar Um, aisle word. (laughs) So, um, the phrase I use when I'm talking about movies like that is like, I was completely in it the whole time to be in it. Okay. Do you say that? Uh, I yeah, I could say that. I mean, it, it doesn't make me think of movies when I see the phrase. It could be a lot of situations, right? Completely yeah. in like a, a some kind of a play or something. That's but true. I, I think that the tone of voice is important here, right, Jessica? So I was completely in it the whole time, right? Yeah, exactly. So. Um, I mean, there aren't any million dollar words in this phrase, but that's not the point. Right. 
you know, you don't just need million dollar words to score highly on the exam. You you need good pronunciation and native speaker like phrases. So just mm. using this phrase, how how Lindsay and I just told you to, to say it, that's going to get you at least a seven for both pronunciation and vocab. Because although it's not academic, that's not the point. It's a native speaker phrase that other students don't use. Yeah. And it also seems like it would keep the examiner interested. When you yeah. say something like that, oh, I saw this movie. It was incredible. I was on the edge of my seat. I was completely in it the whole time. And the examiner yeah. is going to be like on the edge of their seat. <laughs> yeah, totally. And be able to like identify with what you're saying because you're using language that the examiner also uses. You know right. what I mean? Like the examiner is going to, yeah, exactly. Just be more, more in it, more in the conversation yeah. with you, that, right? Than with yeah. like a boring student. So, <laughs> which can um, make a difference for your score. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, completely. Yeah. So the opposite of this, what if you see a movie that's kind of boring? Okay. So mm. I, I went to see a documentary on Peggy Guggenheim, okay. which is a fascinating character from American cultural history. Um, she like really interesting story. Yeah. But I was I hadn't to have had much sleep the night before. I hadn't mm -hmm. have had much sleep the night before. <laughs> um, and so I was kind of tired. And like the theater was really yeah. warm. I had just eaten pizza and had a glass of wine. Oh, no. And like the oh, seat is really comedy. big and comfy. And I just like... <laughs> I nodded off like yeah <laughs> all of all yeah and it wasn't super interesting on a, like no. the movie so a lot of things took me out of that story mm, with documentaries I think you have to be careful I mean it can yeah there are some great ones and some amateur ones some not so well yeah. done ones you know so yeah. yeah just that yeah it has to be in a, in a more interesting format than that traditional like um black and white picture Expert oh, interview, yeah. black and oh, white gosh. picture, expert oh, interview. That kind of documentary? <laughs> no, no, I would have fallen asleep I've, too. Yeah, I feel like that's what it was. And I was just like, ugh. So this, um, so I could say this familiar worn out format took me out of the story. Mm, I like it. I like it. So it took me out of the story. Hmm, yeah, I like that. It's building the context, right? Putting the examiner in your shoes when you were watching the uh -huh. movie. Yes. Yeah. So a variety of things can take you out of the story, right? Can make you not pay attention anymore. Could be um, this character is boring or the music was bad or the sound was too loud or, you know, uh, just or something was unbelievable. I mm -hmm. find also like if there's a, a, a bad actor in it, it takes me out of the story because I yeah. I just am looking that person at that person as an actor, not yeah. a character in a story, you know? Right, right. Or even something in the environment, like if they're noisy yeah. teenagers or something throwing popcorn yeah. that could take <laughs> you out of the story. Oh, <laughs> so. I I hate when other people distract me from movies. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> okay. Um, so if like if a movie is that bad, right, mm -hmm. it might not make a lot of money. People Probably might not, not go to see it. So yeah. in that case, there's an idiom we use that say it bombed at the box office. Bombed. This is so natural, right? Yeah. When something bombs, it completely bombed. Very good one to add to our vocabularies. So good. So good. So yeah. And the, just that term box office, you should mm -hmm. know, like you mm -hmm. should use that in any mm -hmm. description mm -hmm. about movies because, um, it, that is a term that a lot of students don't know, even though it is super common. I mean, for us, like we use it all the time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's a good one to know. I mean, again, having these chunks ready, you know, using them strategically can really make that difference for our scores. So and I like the mm-hmm. next couple of ones because two of them, two out of three of them, I had never even heard of. Hey, but I know, it's so funny. <laughs> I'm not um, a real native speaker. I don't know. Here. OK, uh, well, I think it's safe to say that I definitely am more into fiction into stuff movies. than you right? yeah that's I'm true definitely that's more into the yeah. like i'll watch oh my god i could watch two movies every day if i had time wow. I love <laughs> yeah oh love them so one term so um often if you do study vocab related to movies you learn the genres right mm. romance comedy drama thriller uh, but again mm-hmm. these are things other students are also going to know so um and that doesn't like one uh, movies don't fit into one genre anymore so mm-hmm. um one of my favorite terms is uh rom-coms for <laughs> romance instead of saying a romantic comedy just say it was a rom-com or like um I would use this because I would say I'm usually not that into rom-coms. They're kind of annoying. Yeah. It's always like a happy ending and it's predictable Ugh. and I really don't like rom-coms. And, and it gives <laughs> us all the wrong ideas about how yeah. to date. It gives us exactly. all the things of what not to do. We think that's what we should do. That's the or, problem with yeah, romantic comedy. Yeah, and it, Exactly. It just paints this unreal picture of what, you know, that your average person's love life is like. Like, no, you're not going to meet the most handsome hunk in the Mm -hmm. dog park and have an amazing relationship. Like, that's not going to happen, you guys. (laughs) So rom-com. That's funny. I usually just say romantic comedy, but this is expanding my vocabulary, too. Let's go with it. And I like the next one, too, Jessica. Very original. Mm -hmm. So um, this isn't as common as rom-com, but it is is used i have seen it used like in movie reviews and stuff dramedy so that's a a combination of drama plus comedy so it's a new word dramedy Mm. um Mm. there are there are some really well done dramedies guys like stuff like the 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 kids are all right or that's just the first one that came to mind but movies Mm. that are the story is essentially a drama it's it's not a funny story it's not a light-hearted story but there are regardless there are a lot of times throughout the movie that you where where you laugh yeah because like because that's that's real life too right like it might not be an awesome story that's happening in your life right now but you're still there's still gonna be jokes you're still gonna have funny things pop up so yeah yeah. i love that and that's why we're seeing a lot of new movies coming out in these kind of intersections between that convergence point right i mean that's where innovation happens and that's where the good stuff happens in in pop culture is the the intersection between two genres yeah exactly exactly that's what and that yeah the more that we reflect our our current life experience right um and that's yeah and that's what we're all exploring right now because well well i'm sure this happens throughout history but um especially now in this day and age the availability of information we know so much more so there are going to be more intersections like that's natural um yeah do you want to take this Mm -hmm. last this last phrase <laughs> yeah genre. sure so, so, so the next one yeah i love this one so the next one is a chick flick <laughs> and i think of a lot of rom-coms as chick flicks yeah, right romantic totally. comedies are i mean what are let's throw out an example an example of a chick flick so legally the blonde notebook. is, a, is legally, oh, the notebook but the, the notebook yeah. is a good example because it's quite romantic and that's something that 
Now, this is a stereotype, a generalization, but a lot of yeah. women love romantic movies. Where's the dreamy man that rescues the woman and all right. of this stuff? So that's a good example. The Notebook. And there are a lot of them out there. But just one um, way to say it, call it is chick flick. So the word chick means woman and flick uh-huh. means movie. So chick yeah. flick. Mm-hmm. I love that phrase. so much. Well, I, I love it and I hate it. Yeah, I it's love a little it. Bit, mm, of yeah. course. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it is true. It is true. Like, I do know a lot of girls that love those movies. But on the other hand, I know more girls that hate them. You know, I know more girls that would be like, I don't watch chick flicks. They bore the crap out of me. Like, Depends on how cool the girl is. Right, exactly. (laughs) And I just know a lot of cool girls. That's all it is. Um, Yeah, so, yeah. So, like, if the movie's really funny, you could say um, it's hilarious or, like, side-splitting could be Mm, another idiom. Yeah. Wow. the and I like this next one because I've totally used it to describe. Oh. Okay, let me think. The movie Philadelphia mm. made me ball my eyes out. Yeah, so, it's also pretty dark, isn't it? It is, but it's oh god, it's so good. Like it's not something I want to watch again. You right, know? right. But mm. I'm glad I watched it before. So a tearjerker. This movie is like is just pull is just pulling tears out of your eyes. It's just a movie <laughs> where you cry a lot. That's all. Yeah, and it's also kind of a downer. I don't remember yeah. the ending, but I think in general it's pretty depressing, oh. right? It's the, the, he no, has AIDS, it's and it's just generally bad, right? I mean, a good movie, but a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure people die. You know, I'm not, I don't want to spoil it because I don't exactly remember what happened, but yeah. pretty sure there's some death in there. Um, there's some Bruce yeah, Springsteen just, scene in there too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, yeah, but really well done, you know? Uh, so yeah, this, mm-hmm. this, uh, something is a downer. I mean, mm-hmm. something puts you, puts you in a sad mood, right? Yeah. It's depressing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Wow. We have really gone all out with our vocabulary today, Jessica. Guys, again, write these down because these are gold and these are going to get you the score you need. If you can insert, you know, choose two or three of them and plan to use them if you get a movie question and it's going to make a difference in your score. Oh, but huge difference. Huge difference. Um, and, you know, couple this with improving your English skills by watching a couple TV shows, watching a couple movies, and then look back at this list you've written down today on this episode and just tick off which phrases could you use and then mm-hmm. say it out loud. Talk out loud to yourself. Describe the movie and use these phrases. Love it. Love it. Oh, fantastic. Now I want to go watch a good movie because we're talking about movies. I'm feeling inspired. Yay! (laughs) Go watch Sicario. Find it at a a cheap seats at a second run movie house. I will. I will. I'll stop working now and go watch a movie. It's Friday. So stop working. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Very cool. Jessica, thanks for hanging out today. And I've learned something and I hope our listeners have too. (laughs) That's so funny. That's so awesome. Yeah. Thanks again. Pleasure as always, Lindsay. As Have always. Wonderful day. <laughs> I'll see you next week. Have a good weekend. All right. Bye, you too. Bye. All right, bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. Thank you.